0: Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud, Babakama Kofi Yotes, Babakama 119, Pagination 237. We are on the final folio of the Masechta, Yasha Koach, for what it took to get to this point. We're going to pick just one phrase to focus on, the end of the small lines, Amar Rabbi and Rabbi Yechenen said, "Kolagozelas a person who steals from his fellow a small amount, ki ilu it's as if he took his very life." Now we're aware that theft is very serious. Early on in Chumash we encountered the fact that <coughs> the world was filled with theft before the flood, which caused Noah to have to build his teva, his ark. And we're told that <coughs> their final ruling, that the world had to be destroyed, was because of theft. The commentaries wonder of all things why theft is so serious. There was also immorality, there was also murder. Why was theft the clincher? And one suggestion which delves to the very essence of how this world works is that Hashem created this world for reward and punishment, for the opportunity for a person to succeed, and therefore get rewarded, because he earned it. In order for that to happen, there has to be the possibility of failure and punishment too. But the picture of a prize that's being offered, not as a freebie, but as something that was earned, a test that's given, that's not the easiest thing in the world, (laughs) it's a challenge, but as a result of the person meeting the challenge, they're able to succeed and take great pride and joy in what they have earned in the world that they've created for themselves. They've earned a bike, they've earned a good mark, etc. This principle is referred to as the principle of Nahamodiki Sufa, the risk of bread of embarrassment, which is freebie bread, as opposed to earned bread. A person has a great pride in earned bread and has embarrassment from freebie. And so Hashem created the world with free choice. We're supposed to do the right thing and earn merit. If, however, a person has no embarrassment from theft, they're willing to steal someone else's earnings and take them as their own, then the entire concept of Bechira, free choice, and working for your goodness has been undermined. And at that point, Hashem said, we need to start again. (coughs) So theft, besides what it does to the other person, it's terribly destructive to the person who does it as well. Gemara compares a person who steals to the equivalent of taking his soul from him. Why is that? So, it would seem that the simple case would be where a person literally needs that coin to buy bread. And by taking the coin, he can't buy the bread. He could die. And therefore, taking a coin in such a situation is so damaging. That's true. The question, however, is, that what would you say in a case where it's not so blatant? And taking the coin is not notel nishmaso. And over here we have an interesting idea, which is that if you can paint a picture of a textbook case where this item is worth a certain impact then that is its potential. For example, we honor a piece of bread very significantly. Not allowed to leave bread on the floor. Bread, in a certain way, it's holy. We have to respect food because this piece of bread has the ability to keep body and soul together. (coughs) It doesn't matter whether this particular piece of bread will, but it has that potential to keep body and soul together. And therefore, if you steal such a thing from somebody, maybe they're fortunate enough to have another one and they won't die from it, but you've done something to them that has that kind of significance. We find this idea as well by a person who's enormously sick. And we discuss shaa, limited life. And one of the concepts in limited life is that limited life is also of infinite value. One of the reasons given is that if the world was 50% worthy, 50% evil, and there was just one person that could add, be added to the good side, to be Mahriya, to weigh it in the favor of goodness, then you see the potential of a single person who's sin-free to save the world, to make the legislation, the ruling, the decree for the coming year to be totally different. In totality, the world is on the righteous side because of this one person. Suddenly you see the potential of this one person even if that's not the number that the world is at. But that's the potential of this individual person. Another approach is that we have a Gemara that describes the need to pay workers on time. (laughs) And the Gemara says, he risked his life. (laughs) You think it's for nothing that a worker risks his life climbing on a roof to fix it? He risks falling off. You have to pay him on time. Now, of course, not every worker risked his life and not every worker was on a roof. But suddenly, the money that a person earns is tied to his life. Because that's what people do. B'naf she'yav Vilahmo, with his very essence, he sometimes sacrifices in order to earn money. And therefore, to take money from a person is to take a commodity that's the very essence of life. As much as we separate money from life, etc., in our value system, but in the sense of theft, it really is going to the very essence of a person. I close my comments with a beautiful thought from my father-in-law of blessed memory. When there were coins on the floor, he would make an effort to pick them up even though he didn't need the coins. When I asked him about it, he said, Somebody worked for them. And in respect for that, the coins themselves have something respectable about them. Again, there's an expression, time is money, and we would prefer to say, no, time is life. But there's a point where the Gemara recognizes that in order to make an honest living, the two are intertwined. And at that point, Rabbi decrees decrees, Rabbi Echanan declares, a person who steals from his friend, shave pruta, even a small amount, mimenu. he's taking from the other person something that represents his very essence, his soul, his life, his endeavor to be able to earn those that money. And according to the other approach the ability for him to purchase things that will continue to sustain his existence yashok thank you for joining hadrun allah babakama we daven for the opportunity to learn the Masechta more thoroughly in the future